0: Hey guys, and welcome back to so, Tina Ruchko, the Hulligan Hasek, and how's going? It's going to be a chat episode, straight up just chat. So, I want to start off with, uh, I started playing more video games lately. I ended up buying Unpack. It was recommended to me on the Nintendo Switch store. Uh, honestly, I want to Nintendo Switch because I really have just started getting into games. So, do not mind me. <laughs> so, oh, excuse me, I'm supposed so i started watching so i started playing um unpack which is like this really cute little simple game where it's like a little puzzle situation and you're kind of following somebody through their life from childhood to teenagehood to adulthood and dorms sharing a room sharing an apartment building The failure of having to move back home, then the excitement of like kind of moving forward with life, getting your own apartment and getting a bigger apartment and getting a house and all those little things and it's really really cute. It's nothing like super big or super like crazy but it's a very very enjoyable little game and if that's something sounds interesting to you then check it out. It's It's on sale for like 15 bucks right now. Which is a great freaking price, honestly. Because, honestly, I've been seeing some of these games. And they fucking hurt. Like, the pocket. Like, holy ish. Um, <laughs> for example, um, I also started playing Animal Crossing. Now, I might be the last fucking person to, like, talk about this shit. So, if this is you, then I apologize. And you already got it. Then, fuck. I'm so sorry. But this is my first, first time um, playing Animal Crossing. I had always, I've heard of it all twenty twenty, but I just never really got into it. I guess I never really bought it because I was like, yo, know, like it's sixty bucks for a fucking game, and I was like, and then the expansion packs and shit. I was like, that's money, like damn, like I don't even know if I'm gonna really play like that. So I kind of held off, but you know, this year I was like, you know what? Well, let me. I want to be more chill and like embrace my own little laziness a little bit more. Uh, not in like a bad way. I feel like people think laziness is evil and horrible but it's really not it's the world that made us think that way but i'll explain it to that later so i decided to like just chill out and play more video games or whatever so i ended up buying animal crossing and holy shit I really fucking fell in love with it really quickly. So I did like Sims. Like if you like Sims, I think that you enjoy this. But if you didn't want really to get into it all the way, like some people did, then Animal Crossing is definitely a great alternative. <laughs> so what it is is like this small little game where you kind of move into a deserted island, and the way you move into the deserted island is that you kind of built debt with this guy. And he basically moves you there, you get to name the island, you make yourself, you make your own character. And it's very cute and very adorable. And you kind of just have little missions with that, but you can kind of just chill and make your little life there. And kind of just have fun and build your home and slowly like build friends and travel to other islands and travel to your friends' islands. And it's really cute, it's nothing like highly stressful but it is interesting though they don't really show you how to really play the game like it's not something that has too much instructions they just kind of expect you to like go for it you know what i mean and that's that's fun but also it's a little unnerving if you're not someone who's really played video games like that so i found myself turning a lot to google and be like, how do you collect twigs? Uh, how, uh, there's no more freaking iron here. What the hell do I do? <laughs> and it kind of keeps it cool because it kind of keeps me engaged with the community. And then I was on TikTok and I was like, a bunch of people saying what you can do on these islands and how you can get it done. And I'm like, that's so cool. But I'm like, I haven't been playing that long to have all this like cool ass shit that you guys have. But that's late. I'm like, I know that that's an option now, which is cool. So, yeah, (laughs) I've been having a lot of fun with that and being kind of like lazy and just chilling up because honestly, I've been having such a very high stress time this year with all the prices going up. I feel like I'm just getting older Um, and it's just been a lot and most of the pressure is coming from myself. It's not like outside pressure. It's my own internalized pressure. And I don't know, it's complicated because it's like I have to motivate myself to push myself, but then it's like, when do you stop pushing yourself? And when you take the breaks, how breaky do you take your breaks? Like, it's (laughs) it sounds like the weird ramblings of an insane person, but I need you to listen, all right? (sighs) I'm someone who was always told that I was lazy, (laughs) like, and I know that a lot of people have a really hard time. Even hearing that from someone like me, because I'm, not that I'm active physically, but I am very mentally active, okay? Like, I am constantly searching new things up, constantly doing other things, constantly engaging, whether it's online, or, like, whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing. Like, you guys see me, I started my freaking, uh, AO3 account, what was it, like, a freaking couple months ago? Like, what, um... Around June or something like that. And I already have like 23 works done. And some still. Like that I'm working on. Like I'm very. Active mentally. And I like to engage. And do a lot of things. I even started a whole different podcast. Where I can do my stories. And stuff like that. And as much as fun as that's been. It also puts pressure on me to do. The absolute fucking most. (laughs) And. I don't know, I've always had a hard time with taking breaks. And my partner has always been a test of this. He's always been like, yo, like, you take. You like you don't ever really rest your head. Like, you're always doing a lot. Like, whether that's writing or reading or doing something. He's like, you do everything to the extreme. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I grew up in a household where laziness was, like, the absolute worst thing you could be. And I feel like a lot of us grow up in a very similar situation where... I sit there and demonize rest. I could not, for the life of me, be allowed to sleep past ten o'clock in the morning, or I was just the absolute worst. I'm like a sinner, and I deserved horrible things for me. Just 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 for the imagination of I got to rest my head, even when I got to college and I got to go in like at eleven o'clock in the afternoon or like one. Uh, people in my, my family were like oh you're so fucking lazy you should be going in at 8 o'clock in the morning the that, and the 4th, you're scheduled, the that, and the 4th mind you, uh, people said that to me meanwhile I worked two to three part time jobs uh, yeah and some one of them was the equivalent of a full time job now because uh, the minimum for a full time job now is like 32 hours a week well imagine me at like 18 years old working 32 hours a week on one job and then around 10 to 15 hours a week on another job and then working four to five hours on my other tutoring job I did a lot (laughs) and I know just even saying this is tiring to many people like just it's tiring to me to even say those words nevertheless remember what it was like to physically deal with them And I think that's when a lot of my mental health went down very quickly. Because on top of me doing all those things, I also had, you know, classes and shit. And the first semester, I OD'd on classes because, you know, I was thinking, like, I had to be, like, a regular high school. Wrong. That was so wrong of me. I should never have done that. But, eh, you learn if you learn, right? And... (laughs) Eventually, I did finish all of that, but unlike many people who got to kind of take a rest period after that situation, I didn't really get that opportunity. I had to go straight to work. I was expected of me to just go straight into work and go from there and be an adult and get out. So by the age of like 22 years old, I left my house and I started living on my own. Now, I ended up living with an aunt of mine who needed constant physical help because uh, she's not very mentally sane. So, it was me living with her for around a year or some change until finally I couldn't take it anymore and I couldn't take the um, responsibility of people trying to put more responsibility on me. Mind you, I was working full-time, my first office job, and then eventually I moved up to working where I am right now well, an entry level position when I first started back in the day I'm not working it right now because technically right now I'm still in the same office but it's a completely different job so yeah, that was that, right? (laughs) and that's when I got the opportunity to just work two jobs and I kind of worked two jobs for a little while until that became way too mentally taxing And I just stuck with one and I did little odd things here and there to make money. And I was fine. And that's when I found my first, uh, that's when I lived in a kind of a dorm situation. Uh, I had a bunch of roommates and we lived in this big house together. And it was nice and it was very cute. But the owner of the house has a lot of problems. So I ended up living, like, moved in that year and I left that same year. And then I ended up moving into a place that I live now that I've been living in for a little while. And I got to be able to move up in my job because I'm a really good worker, whatever. And then I got a temporary, extra part-time job. So all of my life, I've worked very, very hard. That's just all to say that I've been always someone who worked a lot. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's not also a good thing. because In many ways, I've neglected a lot of myself, and I've never really been able to question myself until the past two three years um 2019 I was feeling bad I was feeling like something was going on and I couldn't explain it to myself but I felt like I was getting lost in this world and I feel like there's something wrong with me emotionally and I couldn't tell what was going on and I couldn't understand it and I didn't understand it but I also didn't have time to really grasp with it because I was always tired I was always exhausted I had to fit in, I had to look the way, I had to look and act the part, and be the adult that I was expected to be. (laughs) And then here comes 2020, the year of my own making, and I'm not going to sit there and say that the pandemic was great, but it taught me something, it taught me something That I didn't know I needed to be taught. And it was... To be young. To enjoy being young. 2020 hit when I was... What was it? 25? 25 years old? And so I spent most of my... Mid-20s in this pandemic situation. Which really kind of sucks. But also... I'm very grateful for. Because it has rearranged my priorities. Um, so 2020 hit. And I found myself away from these outside pressures. I found myself spending time with my loved one. Which is my partner. I found myself with time. It was the first time I really found myself with time. Time to learn who, who am I. It's up to question it. Something that I never really considered. I never considered that I might mean to question what path my life was taking. So 2020 hit, and at first I thought that things were going to go back to normal. So I kind of kept myself in this like, state of don't get too comfortable, don't get too comfortable. Things are going to go back to the way it's going to be. Then a couple months in, I started getting, oh, you know what? Maybe this is me. And then I started trying on new things. And I started trying on sweatpants. And I started re-dyeing my hair. Because <laughs> I hadn't dyed my hair in a very long time. So I started redying my hair. And I realized, holy shit. When did I stop? Right? When, when, did that, when did I get rid of that little joy in my life? Then I started taking care of my skin. And I realized holy shit, why did I stop prioritizing myself? And I started thinking, what makes me happy? And that's why I started thinking about, when was I my most me? When was I able to be me the most? And you'd be surprised at how far I had to turn. I had to turn back to middle school, I had to turn back to a time that I didn't work, that I didn't bust my ass to constantly make deadlines. Middle school me. I started working when I was in high school. So it was kind of like, oh, oh, this was, this was me when I was happy. Okay. So what did, what made me happy? And then I realized, oh shit, like, I remember how I used to dress and my colorful stuff. I had color. My wardrobe had color. And I realized, holy shit. When was the last time I bought something with color in it? Right? And that the last time I bought anything with color in it, it was 2016. I was still in college. So, little by little, I started to add color. Then I started to add fun textures. Then I added my stereotypical ripped jeans and I realized wow like yeah I'm bigger I've changed I'm older but I haven't felt this comfortable in a very long time so then here came okay so this, this makes me happy but now I have time so that's when this podcast came around I really started focusing in on my podcast. And that's when I got more views. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, this this, this is me. Holy shit. People want to hear me. People want to hear what I have to say. And it excited me. And I realized, holy shit, what else is missing? I'm like, something is aching inside of me. What is it that I'm missing? And then I was like, reading. And so I picked up an old book. Dusty old one. Oh uh, Sapora, one of the original ones. I dusted it off. I picked it up but I started reading it again and I get all these feelings, all these beautiful feelings that I haven't felt in a very long time. And I realized, oh shit, collecting. I'm an adult now. I can have my own collection. Once again. And so I took off that old dusty shelf and I cleaned it up and I said, This is the beginning. And all I had was this secondhand blue shelf like bookcase that someone else had given me for free. And I dusted it off. And I moved all of those stupid little knickknacks that didn't really mean much to me, but they were just there because I collected them over time. And I pushed those to the side. And I got my ass up, but I went all the way to Manhattan and I started going to bookstores and i found kinakonia and i found book and i found thrift shops and i found all these little stores and i filled my little hands with all the books that i can carry all of them and i carried them by myself because the partner was like i am not carrying all these shits and i said i will you don't have to touch them they're all mine and they all belong to me and i got myself on that fucking bus <laughs> with all my books in the middle of a pandemic and I brought those bitches home and here they are and I started off with five and it was ten and it was twenty and now it's so much as it's up to five hundred and I still love each and every one of them because every single one of them is a part of me it's my clutter those are my little things Then unfortunately, 2021 hit and the pushback to go back to normal started happening. And so I ended up doing hybrid work from home and work from job place, work on site. And then my boss being the asshole that he is, the CEO being the asshole that he is, forced everyone to come back and anyone who didn't come back or revolted was then terminated and that kind of pushed it so that i couldn't just work from home like that anymore and then i just kind of went on to like uh every three or two every like third friday i would choose to work from home um i would make an excuse and i still do it to like work from home because i don't want to be there i don't want to be stuck in those walls With their rules and their eyes staring down at me, judging me, calling me lazy. Meanwhile, I do more work than most people do. And (laughs) it put into perspective that the company was going down under and that I didn't need to be there. And the faster that I leave, the better. So I managed to weasel my way into a different position in that same job, which allowed me more liberations. But even so... It's not what I want. It's not all that I'm capable of. So, 2022 hit. And here I am, fighting for my peace of mind. For all those, all the knowledge and all the freedom that I gained in 2020. Learning that I deserve more. And I should fight for more. And that I deserve better. And that I can do better. And that I deserve a good work-life balance and that everyone else also deserves a good work-life balance that the idea of laziness it's not that we're lazy it's that we're all overworked it's that we're in a world that demands so much of us but gives us so little on a daily basis think about it we all go to school for more years than most generations have we work harder for less and we are promised nothing there's no promise we're not even both of us won't even get social security when we're older we're not guaranteed anything and the big push of all millennials and show us the way and going through the way of like this new era and then immediately we track the statement and say no It's what we want. It's what we say. And what we say is it has to go back to the way it originally was because any change that isn't made by us directly isn't going to work. Most millennials are now getting into positions of like supervisor roles and leadership roles. And it's been a hard knock battle. Like if you're young and you don't understand, I feel like you definitely will as soon as you hit that age. The average age of a supervisor is anywhere from 45 to 60. We have now started to see millennial supervisors and millennial leaders. It's a very slow transition. And it needs to be speeded up. It does. It really does. It needs to be speeded up. I feel like we're here and we deserve to be seen and we deserve to be heard. Every generation gets to put on a mark, but why don't we? So, I made this goal, and I said, well, there's one thing that I really want to do. I want to leave before my one-year anniversary of this position. Now, it is coming very, very close. Like, it's really coming close. But I'm manifesting a better job, more money, and a leadership position for myself. I'm giving myself to the universe and hoping... That if it turns everything better than what I've gotten it for, and I'm honestly I'm I'm going in this with good hopes, but not not blind, but just with better hopes that I have, because I feel like my mind is a lot more clear with my goals and what I want. I want to be a leader. I want leadership position. I want money. I want happiness and good health. I want to be with the people who who make me happy and I want to enjoy the support group that I have. I don't want to live a life of regrets and not doing the things that I want to do. I don't feel like that is the right way to live life. I don't think that anyone deserves to live life like that. And I want to be lazier. I want to be considered lazy. I want to enjoy the life that i've given whether people disagree or agree with that i do not care i deserve happiness i deserve freedom i deserve to take days off and i will not be guilted by anyone for doing those things and i don't think anyone should be we should be moving towards the future whether people like it or not and that's just the things that i'm putting out there in the universe right now And I know this sounds a little odd or whatever, but, you know, it comes from the heart. And I think, like, it's time that people start being honest and honest with this dissatisfaction. Honest with the distaste and disdain of the world around us. We don't deserve this. We were just born into this world. None of us asked to be here. And it's time people started treating us with the respect that we deserve as human beings and not as children The oldest millennials are in their 40s. The youngest millennials are hitting 30. I would know. I am one of the last of the millennials. And this is not what I thought we were supposed to be in a situation like this. I didn't think that it would be like this. I didn't think that we would still be infantilized at the age of, like, fucking 40. Like... Mm how are people calling millennials children when some of us are 40 and 30 and like late 20s how is that even happening how is that even happening i'm hitting my late 20s this year like why 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 are people still calling me a child i'm a fully functional adult can i afford to have children no but you know why because the world that was made before me Sat there and said, We don't care about your needs, but I care about my needs and I care about your needs. And we need to band together and start demanding more respect from people. And so, yes, in a way, I've been speaking out at work and getting annoyed and getting angry and putting my foot down and setting boundaries. And that has ruffled a lot of feathers. You will not believe how fucking frustrated people are by just the lack but just the mention of boundaries and i don't know and like my my biggest phrase this year is you do not deserve my presence that is my biggest statement this year it's the biggest thing i've learned no one Has a right to my presence. To your presence or anyone else. So treat people well. Or they won't be here. And that's just a fact. And we need to start acting like it. And yeah. That has gotten me in a lot of trouble lately. It's gotten people very frustrated. And people giving me a silent treatment. But you know what I do? I laugh. I laugh and I smile. And I don't concern myself with that. And that... Is destroying the older generation. Just the act of the fact that their opinions and their bullshit isn't affecting me is hilarious to see, like, the effects on them. It's just so... (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's really kind of funny. And I'm I'm loving it. I really am. So, yeah, this year I am the villainess I was supposed to be. I set boundaries. I... Make myself the respectable bitch that I'm supposed to be. And I take care of myself. And while I take care of myself, I use more skincare products. I'm taking better care of my hair. I'm taking better care of my skin. I'm taking bubble baths. I'm using artisan soaps. <laughs> I'm playing video games. And I'm concerned about my happiness. So, yeah, so, uh, fun enough, this year I found out that uh, they have this new line in Aussie called Miracle Coils, which is, this is not sponsored, by the way, this is just stuff that I'm using. I literally had to go over to fucking Target to find it. So, I ended up trying it on a fucking whim. I was getting my second, like, vaccine, and I went and I went to go, like, get my vaccine, and while I was there, I saw this thing called Miracle Coils from Aussie. Aussie's a pretty good brand if you have curly hair, but it's not amazing, but it's not, like, bad, but they're, like very inexpensive so it's not too bad <laughs> so i started picking up the line so uh um, miracle coils and i was like you know what that sounds cool it's in the macadamia whatever and i was like all right gang gang i'll try it Fuck y'all so i bought it i tried it and yo my curls were so hydrated so bouncy i literally like pulled it and it went boop right up and i was like I love it, but it finished so fast. Because they only have, like, the 16-ounce version. They don't have the, um... the 30, The 36-ounce version. It kills me. It really... It just fucks with me. So, I was like, fuck. I went to Brooklyn. I couldn't find it. I went to, um... I went to the CBS and the Walgreens. And they were completely out. Um, I went to, uh... Fucking what was it like a right in here they didn't have it and I was so frustrated because I'm like yo I'm gonna have to take a trip all the way the fuck to like deep and I was like okay I ended up hitting my friend M and M and I went and we managed to find some and I was like yo this is amazing and she was like are you sure because she's like I have curly hair but I was like you don't have curly the way I have curly hair because I'm like I have like that real like thick curly hair it's not coils coils. But it is coily. You ever seen like, um, you ever seen that little girl, the Anne, Annie collection, where she has those springy curls that just like bounce the fuck back? Yeah, that's my hair. My hair texture is exactly like that, except thick, very thick. But my hair doesn't really tangle or get knotted. That's not an experience that I really ever had. Some people do. my My boyfriend does. He has uh very very curly hair like mine, except he has tighter curls, and his hair is much finer. But it does get tangled, like in two seconds, tangled and matted, like you wouldn't fucking believe. So I was like, you know what? I tried the miracle, I tried the regular curl line, and it worked well. But it was like, it was something missing. But the heaviness of the coil line really worked for my hair. So, I was like, hey, you can have the curl line. I'll have the coil line. And we've both been, like, loving it for our hair, respectively. <laughs> so, then I was like, you know what? Good. I'm glad we have, like, hair care routine. So, then I went and I ended up buying, like, a body scrub. I ended up getting ironing a line of body wash. Is she a body wash? Because, uh... Wants to be harsh on my skin. And it's sometimes been like fucking 20, 15 degrees. It's been not cute lately. It's like we don't know what fucking temperature we're going to get. So I ended up getting, you know, Shea Butter Soap. Had my Shia Butter Soap, which is amazing. Then I ended up going to Sephora. And I ended up getting the Ordinary line. Which I actually really enjoy. Because um I like to target certain things. I have specific targets in mind. Um. I don't have dry skin. I don't really have oily skin. I don't really have acne, which is unfortunately what every American fucking brand focuses on. Okay? I, I don't have those stereotypical problems. What I do have is I have like um like tired-looking skin. My skin isn't always glowing. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I like to maintain a nice glow on my skin. I don't really have um, dark spots. I know that it sounds very annoying. And M always tells me, like, you have great skin. Everyone in my life has always told me, you have very great skin. But I'm like, even though that is a fact and that's really true, there are certain things that I prefer to target on. Because I know that in my old age, they've got to be a problem. So I mainly focus with my eye cream, uh, hydration. Because hydration equals beauty when you're older you never want to be under hydrated <laughs> especially not when it comes to skincare don't do it to yourselves don't okay if i can ever give you one piece of advice hydrate your skin okay hydrate it i'm coming from a family line where i have people who are 60 in my family and they look fucking 40 because they take care of their skin okay so, yeah, I tried to focus specifically on peeling. So, maintaining um, my skin smooth to avoid, like, texture bumps. I don't really have big pores like that. But I do have, like, little bumps of texture. Uh, so, texture bumps, um, tired eyes, brightness, hydration, and peeling. Those are my main targets. Okay? So, I ended up getting the Ordinary natural moisturizer a surface hydration formula with uh what's its main ingredient again hold on mm. uh well I don't know what's the main ingredient because I don't see it here but I see that it's more of a balm type of texture. It's good for sealing and I'm like okay that's cool but I need to be careful what I put underneath it. So I'm keeping that there as like a overall coat but I'm mainly using uh, moisturizing rice serum it's this Japanese one uh, can I find the name of the company mm. hold on it's just a rice serum honestly that's what it is whatever like fuck it It's a rice serum <laughs> I use a caffeine solution for, uh, under eyes, puffy under eyes and, uh, hyperpigmentation there. Uh, that just keeps my skin looking pretty and as someone who doesn't always sleep, that comes in handy. Alright, I also use, um, the BHA and HHA peeling solution, honestly, works godly, like, I can recommend anything. It's that. I also use azelaic acid suspension 10, percent which is a brightening formula, and honestly, I can attest that that works for really nice, uh, <laughs> on my own skin. The one I'm a little scared about using is the lactic acid one because I'm not too sure on how that's gonna work on me. I'm gonna try it out and see how it does. But there is one more thing. Okay, so I do also have the multi-cell night repair ampoule it is absolutely amazing this there's one product that i will not go without it's absolutely this and i'm running low it took me a while to even get so low but i feel like this year is the year i'm gonna have to replace it which kind of kills me but eh, what can you do right and the honey cleansing foam by east Folio. it's pretty okay i'm not gonna go crazy about it but it is kind of nice because it's not too drying, and that's the kind of stuff I need—cleansing but not too drying. So that's basically my ramble. <laughs> um, so sorry it was like all over the place, but I think it was concisive. Also, oh, I used the little spatula tool thingy—the the one to like pull your face back, um, and depuff your face. Honestly, I like the feeling of it. I don't know if it really really does anything in the long term, but i can sit here and say and i do in fact like how it feels it feels like it's doing something even though it may not be but it feels nice <laughs> and so this is the end of this i hope you guys had fun with me it's been a weird week i know but it's also kind of fun uh sometimes it's nice to do something different so yeah i hope you guys had a good time with me and that's gonna be a bye
1: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.